Jesus Christ. Jiminy Christ. <laughs> Jiminy Christ. Welcome, Welcome to, to Bottle, Bottle Episodes. Slippin' Jimmy never got a theme song. Welcome to Bottle Episodes. Hello. I'm David Piccolomini. I'm Daniel Crow. And back again. I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still here. We're going to watch it's, one it's show. It's Brandon Gorin. I'm Brandon Gorin. Still, still here, Brandon Gorin. And... Uh, Still watching bad cartoons with y'all. Yeah, we were going to watch another show, but it turns out only one show of that one, one episode. episode of that show exists. So if we can ever track down episode ten of Killer Instinct, we'll do that someday. Yeah, let's put that out in the universe because I would really like to see. If you have access to episode ten of Killer Instinct, or frankly any episode of Killer Instinct, I've yeah. already had to watch. Well, preferably episode ten, yeah. but any of the Killer Instinct, Chai McBride's in it. Yeah, Chai McBride is also in the show we're covering today. Yeah, man, he is around. He is but, just yeah. available and will do anything. He yeah. has a house. Yo, he should. He's very talented. I think everyone should have a house. Yeah, I just meant from his acting work. He might have an apartment. No, I think he has a nice house. Might just be a nice apartment. Anyway, Bottle Episodes is the podcast where we watch a maligned show critically. We watch the pilot, and then we watch the highest, repso- highest rated episode on IMDb to determine if it ever got better. Today's show is... It's not necessarily known by everybody, but you are familiar with the characters behind it. It is the animated spinoff of Better Call Saul, which is a spinoff of Breaking Bad, Slippin' Jimmy. The full title is Better Call Saul Presents Slippin' Slippin Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, I think we were all very aware of this for like a couple seconds, and we were like, why would they even do this? Yeah. And then you looked at it, and you're like... Oh, it's probably to make me say, why would you even do this and see if you can get some hate watching? Like, I don't it, I don't know why this exists. Well, this, I know why it exists, because it's representative of everything that's wrong with the streamingization of entertainment. <laughs> it really is. I want to hear more. I just this. I just I, I love the full stop of that. Like, there's a lot of hyperbole in that. The, OK, look, the actual discussion we're going to have about the episodes is. It's going to be minimal because the episodes are eight minutes long. Okay. And they're not that interesting. The interesting thing is that they exist and everything that has led to them being allowed to exist. So we ended up doing this one when we couldn't find Killer Instinct because the last episode we did with Brandon where we discussed Little Shop Shop and we discussed how they had been adapting R-rated things into kids shows in the 80s and 90s and this is a modern example of that. It's not a film. It's a television show. Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, very heavy shows. Dark. Sh- dark shows that got a lighthearted kids cartoon adapted from it. But the thing is, we've reached a point in streaming where that's where everyone imagines the hypothetical money that exists. <laughs> so you have to get people to subscribe. Mm-hmm. So you just do that by making spinoffs of the popular properties you have. And when AMC Plus launched, they had one popular property. Property. Well, was, I guess they also had like Mad Men and The Walking Dead. I was about to say, I would love to see the kids Mad Men. Yeah. Little tiny office sexual harassment cases. The thing is, if you have to adapt one of your shows from AMC for kids, I'd probably go Walking Dead over this. I feel like Walking Dead is already, and people can freak out about this. Walking Dead, in my opinion, is not entirely. For like grown folk. It's a piece of genre fiction. It's for people who are like 17 
and like 16 and maybe if you're like a bad kid and you're 14 or 15 like it's not like a like the thing is like i was thinking about the show i mean you can watch it like watching it as an adult you're just it's you're not trying to hold it to the same critical eye as you would like breaking bad or a better call and it's not like well the thing is like breaking bad if you're like if you're eight and you saw breaking bad I don't know if there's anything in Breaking Bad or Better You'd be Call bored. Saul. You'd be bored yeah, above so all it's, else. You, you wouldn't be bored as a child watching Walking Dead. Yeah. Because like there's stuff, like in all the stuff we talked about before, your Little Shop, your RoboCop, your... Bebop, uh, Starship, Starship Troopers, Starship Troopers, you know, all that stuff. Like, there's something in there you can pull out. There is nothing in Better Call Saul that's yeah. asking you. And the question is, is Slip and Jimmy even for children in any r- real way? I think it's under too many layers of irony where they're like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if we did a show for kids within the Breaking Bad universe? And then they made it and it's, it's you know, a kid could watch it, but they're not going to want to. So the only audience is adults watching it going, haha, isn't it weird I'm watching this Better Call Saul cartoon? It um, it feels like... It also doesn't... If they, if they had just made it for adults and had it have more adult humor, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I could see where this could be a fun, weird, animated project. It does... In the... Like, well, like... Kind of have well, adult Bob, humor, but Bob, not like sex humor. Like a, re- a reference to Battleship Potemkin. Yeah, exactly. Like what child is going to understand that a fistful of snowballs, the first episode, is a reference to anything? I would have. Well, no, but that's you were common. Never a child. That's crazy. <laughs> that or that that's all the time. Like Fairly Odd Parents would do something yeah. like that. That's like uh, Phineas and Ferb did a lot of those. And that's there was a shining good. reference in the in Rugrats. Yeah, and there was a really good uh, God Godfather reference in Rugrats too, which yeah. I always liked. But like that was a reference. That wasn't the whole first episode you're showing everyone. It's one thing to have a reference. It's another thing that the first episode that you want me to see is a parody of a western. It is also a weird episode to start your show off with because they don't introduce the characters no you just have to know who jimmy is yeah Yeah. so if this is for kids they've not watched better if a child has watched better call saul and is watching (laughs) this uh, congratulations your audience is entirely young sheldon i presume it also doesn't (laughs) better call saul not my show i liked breaking bad enough but i didn't need to do it again it's it's better than Breaking Bad. Honestly. Cool, Breaking Bad was exhausting after a while. It's if like it wasn't no, it's... better than Breaking Bad. Why does it have better in the title? You know, you can't argue with this kind of logic, <laughs> and that's the kind of logic that Slip and Jimmy <laughs> that uses. Slip and Jimmy greenlit. <laughs> Wait, yeah. if, if Slip and Jimmy was it's, so, it's Breaking Bad. Better call Saul. Great Saul is <laughs> the, the best Saul. The best Saul is what they did instead. But we all be feeling different. Is is it a naming problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like. Okay. Slip it in quality more like it. So Ooh, thank you. Hot take. Hot good, take. good job. Good, good job. And the pod now. It's not getting better than that. So Saul Goodman. Yes. In the story is at best a morally gray lawyer. At absolute best. Right? Yes. And in this version, he is just a cool gunslinger for some reason. He's just like, he is, that's the weird thing about the show, is the whole thing with Jimmy McGill's character, is he's like a cool guy who's always five steps ahead in this show, 
when in reality, the fun thing about him is he's constantly taken out of power and it's his ability to, to succeed despite having everything taken away from him. And that actually, makes him that's so cool. an interesting point because is the commentary, does this help us understand Saul's character more? Was he always five steps ahead when he was a kid, but then the world has passed him by and he has not progressed, which explains the character we know now. I wish that people had put that much thought <laughs> yeah, into. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the that's the thing that that it feels like. It does. I have never seen a show more than this one. This show feels like if Dave and you had a really successful show, and you were like, "Man, my buddy Brandon needs to have a show." He should do this you show. You should do a cartoon spinoff of our show. And I would do like, it was like, and you were like, hey, you should do a show, Brandon. Like, oh, we got some rights. We'll give you some rights. Whatever. Make some money, buddy. Who even cares? It's it's for kids, but like, you don't have to really make it for kids. And you're like, all right, silent movie spinoff. Yeah. Like, you know, and it was Get just ready like, for a Cool Hand Luke parody, children. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's. That's the only thing that that makes sense for this show is is like it's the most it's I know we I talked about this with the Warren Buffett episode but this episode feels the same as well where the Warren Buffett episode it was a project where someone was very passionate about it and it never made it onto the scene this feels like a tax write off for someone this is almost definitely so, like if it got cut we wouldn't notice you know how everyone's mad about things getting cut yeah. off like backs and stuff no one would notice if this show went away I think but it would require it people to subscribe to AMC Plus. It needs to exist because it is a weird part of television history at this point. One of the most acclaimed shows of all time, which spun off one of the most acclaimed shows of all time, now has this. It's Just a weird animated it, footnote. Is it canon? <laughs> it's can it's not canon. We it is, don't know. I don't know if anyone's ever weighed in on if this is canon or not. It's not canon because there's an episode that's a silent film and that's not canon. Like it's just <laughs> prove it's not canon. That's like proving there is no Santa Claus. Like I can't prove. We know it. Santa Claus exists, and he <laughs> he is regretful for the fact that he led to the death of his wife and elves. Refer back to episode five on Whoops. This is a good call. This is a real comic book episode. Uh, okay, wait, hold <laughs> on. I'm looking it up. Dave just, I, I, we all stopped, and Dave just made a sound. Like, what does Dave have to say about this? Oh. Uh, no, because I was just I was looking through to figure out, and it seems like it's slipping Jimmy Good or even part of the canon. Nobody has anything other than it's probably not. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> not. But until Vince Gilligan says otherwise, we have no reason to suspect it's not. It really this if we if I found out that this was an unauthorized bootleg of Better Call Saul, and that they got caught, and instead of like at like closing it down, they went. You know what? We're really nice today. You're under the Better Call Saul umbrella. Like that would make the most sense. It, it feels says like Better a Call Saul presents, which leads me to believe it's. Can- you know what? Let's do a quick recap of both episodes, and then ha- let's spend the rest of our time <laughs> making up fun hypothetical <laughs> spinoffs in the same vein for other step like legendary TV shows. The, the brought to you because by- that'll be a way more fun episode <laughs> than just recapping how stupid this was. Episode one, Saul gets in a snowball fight with some bullies, saves his friend Marco. First of all, Jimmy gets in a fight. Jimmy, yeah, sorry, Jimmy McGill gets in a snowball fight. It's a parody of A Fistful of Dollars. He has to save fucking Mel, what's his name? Who yeah, from, Marco. Well, Marco, but his real name is Mel something. Oh, yeah. 
who is yeah he's playing that or he's playing it's the same guy from the first season yeah. also he dies at the end of the first season yeah so it's like it's this weird dead character because this show came out in 2022 so most of most of better call Saul yeah, was already like, out hey do you remember six years ago when this character died i didn't yeah because they he doesn't look anything like him either the, there's not really much to talk about in this episode other than there's snowballs and it's a oh. parody of a fistful of dollars and it has the trope I hate which is anytime there's anything that involves like snowball fights when people act like it's a gunshot we've all been hit by a snowball before it at best is a mild annoyance that is something I wanted to bring up that was something I was really scared of to bring into this podcast because it turns out you two played lightsabers with popsicle sticks, and that haunts me to this day. Huh? This is the best of Brandon episode, like, as he brings up all the past episodes. No, you should listen to it. There was an episode where, like, I remember watching it and be like, no one reacted like that. And I was really terrified that it was going to be like, no one reacted to getting hit by a snowball fight. And then I was going to immediately get bullied. No, it's no one reacts like they're getting hit by snowballs. There it's is, so stupid. I the, hate that trope. There is, a, there is one joke in this that I, I I scoffed at in a nice way. And that's there they did statues made out of snow and like one of them was Mark Twain. Not yeah, one of no, them was No, like, it was Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. One of them was How Clint. do you confuse Mark Twain and Clint Eastwood? I just the on, the honest truth is I did They both say the N word. It just Yeah, okay. Yeah, good more point. than you want them to. Both have weird both were okay. Mark Twain and then the next one is Billy Clint, the Kid. Billy the Kid. Then someone who died at dysentery. No, and then it's Sergio Leone. Sergio Leone. And then someone who died at dysentery. Is yeah. that a joke? And like that's that that enough. Flowers where flowers are due. I like the Mark Twain joke. There was no Mark <laughs> Twain joke. I like the Mark Twain. Like it's good. It's a good reference. I enjoyed looking at it. You know, that was okay. And but. It's also stylistically, it's still just doing what is like it, the Netflix, the bad Netflix big animation. Mouth. Big yeah, mouth. Big Mouth. It's that big, wide-eyed, weird. It, it did look like Big Mouth. It 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 looked ugly like Big Mouth. I think Big Mouth might be okay. It's not great, but it's okay. So that one made me laugh. And there was a part where someone got yelled at because they were wearing the wrong mittens, and that wasn't funny. But it 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 took up time in a way. That I went. Well, you, you cannot made... argue. This show does take up time. That's the only. That's its only job. Its yeah. only job is for it to take up time. Its only job is to exist as something to pad out AMC Plus that exists within the universe of a popular series of shows, so that some obsessive has to subscribe. God, that's a nightmare. That's what the a only reason it exists. Word. And there's a million streaming services that are just like that. We're like, it's five Star Treks. You have to subscribe to Paramount Plus. Oh yeah. Do you like Star Trek? We have a lot of them. We have extra Star. We have well, more Star Trek now. Most of the Star Treks are generally doing well. But I'm just giving you an example for like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, how it gets padded out invent, nowadays. But you can get it. You can if you invest in the quality. Come, come, subscribe to HBO Max. We've got a new Sex in the City. You love Sex in the City. You must subscribe. Yeah, subscribe to 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 BBC Plus and watch Doctor Who Bastank. <laughs> okay, I would watch Doctor Who or like Stank. some sort of like prequel to Sex in the City where like it's I'm 18 picked people. <laughs> a Dave is back of the game. He's back on his A Dave. <laughs> He's back in the pocket of back in his A Dave. Uh, oh god, I was gonna do a square pegs joke. Never mind. No, do the square pegs. No, joke. I, it was just a setup. Of, it's the prequel to Sex in the City. Back on his A game. <laughs> <laughs> So they also, they do squirrel arm, but so they do, it's weird because if you're going to do snowballs or bullets, yeah, uh-huh. it's a cartoon. I'll accept the logic. 
it's fine. But if you're going to do snowballs or bullets, you then have to have the bullets when they hit count. Yeah. So then well, when Jimmy, when, well, squirrel armor, yeah. So they bury but him. His and, head is still hit. Yeah, he's hit still plenty of times. But he's wearing squirrel armor. His head is not. The squirrels move. They don't cover his head. The, no, the squirrel. I think the whole point of squirrel armor is it's like armor that that moves. It's like a magic spell. He was yeah. buried in snow. I think we're missing the point that he was wearing squ- squirrels. Squirrels in his jacket. just li- he was filled with live squirrels. Okay, fine. And the, Marco he's not was been in taken, ice jail. He's not <laughs> been taken out by snowballs, but he has rabies. Are you happy now? <laughs> That's. That would be a good show. Jimmy's been slipping recently. We should get him a rabies shot. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he then takes out all the other snowball bullies, saves his friend from the ice prison igloo using a sled that functions as a horse. And then all the kids get called up. They get called home, and they all stand up, and they're all fine because yeah. it's important to know that all the kids are fine. I yeah, was worried. Know, no kids died in the middle of this. Thank you, and good night. Yeah, that's the whole show. That's the so whole. So that's the first episode. That's the whole pilot. First, that's how they. That's how they introduce themselves. Which is bold. It's wrong, but it's bold. Okay. Also, by the way, I was looking at the the episode list. They're all movie parodies. Oh God. Yeah, it's like a. It literally is Cool Hand Luke, After Hours, Exorcist. It's literally called After Bedtime when it's after hours on the street of Chicago. Jimmy and Marco don't have to look for trouble. Trouble finds them. This what 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 has happened in the last few years where After Hours is suddenly bigger right? than it's ever. It got parodied in Ted Lasso as well. It's always been a relatively minor entry in Scorsese's filmography. You know, it's his only comedy. People are excited. Yeah. People I do love... like After Hours. It's just weird to see it getting parodies. I've never seen it. Pause it. Let's watch After Hours. All right. Let's watch After Hours. Right. I love the idea that you were like, let's watch a show that's two eight minute episodes. And then watch a two and hour then film. We watch a two hour film in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all parodies. Okay. I guess so. I don't know what speed. Oh, yep. Speed date. Oh, speed. speed. Yeah. There's hey, a bomb on the school bus and it's hidden in Jimmy McGill's heart. Oh, God. Can he oh, ask God. out his crush, Don Marie, before the clock runs out? Or will his nemesis, Trent, get to her first? Do you, do you know what this reminded me like a lot of? What? Is, do you remember Happy Tree Friends and sort of that yeah. Newgrounds animation thing? This feels very Newgrounds. It was less edgy than those sort of things. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't quite have the edge of Newgrounds, but it feels but, like... No, so- a kid could watch these. They just wouldn't enjoy them. Could they? I yes. don't like Yeah, no, they can it's a thing of it's it's weird though to be like, hey, child who's like nine years old, uh huh, would you like to watch movie parodies of movies your parents think are cool about a TV show your parents think is good? Yes. So here's what it is. This is what I think it is, is you go on the Better Call Saul website, right? And these bettercallsall.biz. And these are free extras that are sort of strewn around the website that you can find yeah. as Easter eggs. That's all that this makes sense to me. That is total this would have been free twenty yeah. years ago. This, this would have been, you would have paid twenty dollars for the DVD and it would have had Slip and Jimmy on it. Yeah. Yes. And you'd be like, all right, fine. Because if this was just on the DVD, if this was a freebie on the DVD, no one would care. We might even be like, remember that DVD had those funny slipping jimmies? Like, they weren't good. Yeah. But, like, you could put them on. Like, if this is a DVD extra that they try to turn into a TV show. It's also, I think, really what it was, though, is like they probably gave. 
because the people who made the show were uh, someone who worked in the, the, like a script coordinator and then someone who was a writer's assistant who became a staff writer in the last two years of the show. It's nice to know who had uh, blackmail material and producers in the production of Better Call Saul. <laughs> but I feel like it's but one of those things where they're like, hey, here, here's a month. Churn out six to eight episodes of a show. Yeah. I feel terrible for them. This was a no-win situation. If they were given this assignment and it comes out, people were mad as soon as it was announced. No one was ever going to give it a shot. Well, I think the thing is, and what I'm realizing more and more, because you try and thread the line between making it a show because it's a show for adults. You have to decide if it's a show for adults or a show for kids. Mm -hmm. Because if you try and do one or the other. You have to decide not to make it. No. What? Don't make Why? it. AMC Why not? Plus was never going to allow that. Also, they made all of the miniseries that they did for Better Calls. They were like producing on all the miniseries. This was just one of the many. What are the other miniseries? Los Pollos Hermanos, Filmmaker Training. But they are both much better rated. Okay, good. Ethics Training with Kim Wexler. Ten episodes. This all feels like bonus feature to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely bonus feature. Uh, AMC Plus must just be a streaming service of entirely bonus features. (laughs) (laughs) Better call. A a couple shows. (laughs) Better call Saul and their bonus features. Yeah. Let's talk about the second episode, which I guess, per the format of our show, is an improvement. Yeah. It's ambitious thematically, I suppose. It's a silent film episode. It made some interesting decisions animation-wise that I enjoyed looking at. Not every decision they made animation wise, but some of the decisions like having all the guy there was a series of men behind newspapers and they all looked identical mm-hmm. in a way that was stylized in a way that I liked. Yeah, it had a good style to it with the title cards, silent film sort of thing. Wait, what we was do- the parody of this? Was it just I, I think it was I'm- general silent film, but then there is a battleship Potemkin scene in the middle of it. Yeah, but I think it's just general silent. It's silent films in general. It wasn't anything specific. Okay. If it was a specific one, it went past me. But we do get an appearance from his brother Chuck in this one. Trying to listen to Debussy on his radio that won't function, Mm -hmm. which I guess symbolizes his lifelong war with technology. Yeah. See, that's why this is canon. (laughs) It's also also like a 1940s radio, and the, the, the child that I'm being informed is not named Saul... His name is Jimmy. His slipping Jimmy decides that he's going to go pick up a Vitrola for his brother because that is something that happens all the time. And he has traded an old-timey comic book for this Vitrola that he just happens to have because they want to prove that he doesn't have a lot of money. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's easier to say a kid has a comic book than it is to say he has some money. But don't we fine. learn in Better Call Saul that he was like running scams as a kid? He would have had a little bit of money. But also, I like the idea, though, that he, this is one of his scams or something. But it's just an earnest trade. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. If you're going to make, like, Jimmy a good guy, like, it doesn't make any sense. He's always a bad guy. Like, mm-hmm. he's a morally great character. Make him a Bart Simpson morality style character. Like he's getting one over on people constantly. Yeah. That's like That is what... true. This isn't a fun show. Kids love mischief. Yeah. No, this is not a mischief show. He is a very well behaved child. Yeah. And that's what's crazy is that he is the most well, he's not well behaved though. He's like avoiding the cops and stuff. Yeah, but the but cops, the cops are... are after him for the wrong reason. Yeah. He's this right... show believes A Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty based. Pretty based. <laughs> But yeah, I guess it's it's also, I think 
what makes this episode an improvement is there's no dialogue. And what just occurred to me thinking about it is, of course, the show is bad. You have two people who are drama writers. Yeah. Heavy drama writers who are funny in the space of drama. God, if only there was someone involved in Better Call Saul who had like the most connections in the comedy world out of anyone. Yeah. I don't know, like maybe one of the main actors or like, something. Like someone like a like a titular character or yeah, something. Like if, oh. like maybe someone who would launch the careers of several comedy people. Yeah. And then could have used their network yeah, to find who, like some up and coming comedy writers. Some, like a like a Mr. Nobody type guy. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. That would have been that could have helped them because they could have found people to do this yeah, show. Yeah, it's it's really depressing that they don't have someone yeah. who like, Are you guys talking they... about Bob Odegaard? Yeah, we're talking okay, about Bob Odegaard. Okay, okay, oh my god, Jesus god. Christ, Dave. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Are you really not sure this is a bit? You doing a bit? I can't tell. Dave, you weren't in the you were in the pocket of Big Pharma the last episode. Now you're just in the pocket. I'm dealing with two different Davids. <laughs> two different Daves. Two the different next Daves. episode of Bottle Episodes. <laughs> yeah, like Bob Odenkirk could have hooked them up with some good comedy. But writers. I think that's also maybe the thing of they were like, We're not we just have our internal people. We just turn these out. We're they're not trying. You they should. You could try. You You're trying try to make a streaming service. Live. Anything. Even if it's even like just even if you try, like we're seeing people try 0%. And if we saw 1%, we'd all be excited. I mean, also, here's the thing is people were absolutely trying. Everybody on this production was absolutely trying except for the executives who were green lighting. So I'm against chat GPT. I am against it. Yeah. But if I found out it wrote this episode, these episodes, I wouldn't be like too surprised. Does that make yeah? Like this feels like no, it's written I by a robot. I disagree with that so much. It just no. It's just it's it's what happens when you get non-comedy people writing comedy. ChatGPT would have put in jokes. They would have been very corny, but there would have been jokes. This doesn't even really try jokes. Like there's no dialogue in the second episode, and I think it's a lot more fun because you can do a lot more narrative tension and stuff. What has when, like word jokes? What has a joke about the bears? That's people like that. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, the bears being bad. Yeah, but you're not supposed to say it out loud. That yeah. that was a joke. It was a jokey joke in there. Yes, yeah, so we'll give a quick rundown for everyone else. So he gets the he gets the record player. He tries to take it on the subway, but it goes down the stairs in a carriage like Battleship Potemkin, and then it it keeps rolling. It rolls past the gate. He oh, jumps they the do, gate. They do make it seem like he almost murdered a baby at one point. Yeah, yeah but it's all good. It's a sight gag. The baby's um, in the grocery cart now. Behind the carriage, yeah. And then pretty much once he jumps the gate to go get the record player, we get a cop chasing him through the subway for the rest of the episode. And which a dog. feels longer than eight minutes. A big dog. Yeah, but he sicks the dog on the cop at one point. And then there's he, just a bunch he, of silent film gags of the cop chasing him around the subway. Bunch of faceless men, businessmen, making it hard to get around the subway. Yeah. I feel like you could have done more. If you're just doing it, if you're just doing silent films, you could do more. And it's a cartoon, so you only have to physically do it. Just do more. References? Yeah. Just do, do more. Do the Chaplin Modern Times where he goes through the gears at some point. Yeah. Do the Chaplin yeah. Modern Times. Do the, the one. Safety lasts. Do a yeah. Safety the safety lasts. where he runs yeah. out and he, he's hanging from the clock. Yeah. Maybe do the Buster Keaton where everything falls. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exactly. But like who? Obvious things. Yeah. Yeah. Like just do a bu- like if you're gonna do a silent film on a cartoon, in my opinion, you're doing references already. Just do every single one you can possibly do. Fill up that or eight minutes. Start subverting them. Do weird ones. Do like start with what you think is going to be like a fall down thing, and then it turns into a different silent film gag. Yeah, because the laws of physics aren't bound to anything. It's an animated thing. That is an interesting point where you brought up how 
it was all drama writers. So when they do their silent <laughs> film parody, the only thing they have is Battleship <laughs> Temkin. Like they don't know they don't know any of the silent comedies, apparently. They don't know they're Keaton. Oh, Unless no. they are so good that they put in references that we didn't catch. No, I know. I've Probably. Watched, I've watched a lot of Keaton, and I can tell it's yeah. Keaton when I see a Keaton. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's references we didn't get. Also, I, I, I don't know, man. I, thing I, like, very... I like Chaplin and Keaton quite a bit. All right. Yeah, and those jokes that, like, like the one joke I'm actually surprised they didn't do, it's that Keaton joke where it's, he is, goes to co- commit suicide, and he goes to stand in front of a car and just two motorcycles pass yeah. by like that that would have been you because done. Done with the trains yeah do that with the trains they just have two motorcycles on it like yeah. if you want to subvert and like there's silent like all silent uh, all silent film gags have been subverted and done a billion times but just do them all just do them all back to back do maybe even do stuff that isn't that do like the great dictator make him balance the world on his fingers who cares yeah this should have a hitler parody in it <laughs> why not <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, if you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget and rate and review and subscribe to it on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram. I don't know how you can do that on Instagram, but you can follow us on Instagram at DPIC Comedy or Daniel F. Crow or Brandon Gorin on this episode and, you know, several others. He's He's been around. Turns out we're good friends. Also, I got my special Goblin King on YouTube and my TikTok, LickGrandma69. Does anybody else have anything to contribute? I'll let you guys... You you know what? Here, right now, you plug something. I'll pause for five seconds. You plug something. Incredible plug. Loved it. I will definitely check that out, too. <laughs> you guys, and you should check it out and check out the rest of this episode, which you will do by passively not pressing pause right now. Why not? Anyway, that's the that's the bottle episode. It is better than the pilot, but I don't know if it means the show's worth watching. I, I wouldn't say, yeah. Anyway, I, let's just fill the rest of the time with fun... <laughs> other kids versions of legendary shows you could have made and i'm gonna i'm gonna start us off okay yeah, all right. yeah 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 show exactly what i need to do that's uh, the game you picked out yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys get then you guys throw in whatever you have yeah it's the wire okay and it's after pres belusiki becomes a teacher and you do like saved by the bell with the kids from the fourth season as well okay perfect. just a fun little school sitcom yeah school sitcom set in baltimore pres belusiki's in over his head Oh, it's like a yeah. It's like no. Saved by the Bell. It's like say or the one with the Horshack. Welcome back, Carter. Yeah, it was Welcome Back, Carter. It was a yeah. little yeah, a little little messier. Yeah. Wait, what's the one with the freeze frame? With the freeze frame, like where like one guy narrates the whole thing and freezes everybody around. That's Saved by the Bell. That's Saved by the Bell. That's okay, Saved by cool. the Bell. Right. So my one that I actually would kind of want to see, and it's it's not exact. Well, we can make it for kids. Who cares? It's head dancing, but it's it's Cheers. Yeah. But it's the prequel. Where he's just playing baseball and drinking. I thought you were going to say he was a kid and he was running a lemonade stand. That would be good, too. That would be <laughs> a really A vodka fun. lemonade stand. Now, actually, this is interesting because Cheers is not like a dark show. So actually, what I, think we would do with, what I think we would do with Cheers is since this is a spinoff of a spinoff, Slip yeah. and Jimmy, we do a dark spinoff of Frasier for, for like only adults to watch. I know Frasier was for adults. But yeah, like, I don't know. A dark a dark spinoff of Frasier is as he, a child. Is he serial like, killers? Uh, it's about his dad's time no. in World War II. No, I got one. No, <laughs> I got brothers one. With his dad. Right, Stop making this too hard. It's Frasier, but he's a psychiatrist, but now he's working for the cops, and he's hunting serial oh, killers. Oh, yeah. And, he's, like, uh, and, it, and it's a Hannibal-like thing where the not prime serial killer is like... Also, very respectable, and he's in a game of chess. It's the same theme song about dealing with crazy people. Yeah, no, I love it so much. Baby, I hear the blue 
Who's a calling? Toss out and scramble tea. And then it's just a, at the end, and then it just starts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know it's in what New Orleans to too. Do. I don't know why, but it's in New Orleans. <laughs> don't know what to do with those salads. It's only it's the only difference. It's called. It's like you know how CSI was just CSI NYC, CSI Miami, CSI Vegas. It's just called Fraser Nola, New Orleans. New Orleans. They still filmed it in Seattle. It's clearly Seattle. They're just claiming it's New Orleans. No, well, the and fa- this is four kids. Famously, this is four kids. Okay. Yeah. Well, famously, the the Fraser set was on the same set as the Cheers set. Hmm. So it's still on the same set as Fraser, but they just make it look like a New Orleans like bog. Okay. David, you're up. We'll keep we'll keep uh, going on a loop until we hit an hour. All right. <laughs> okay, mine's mine's pretty simple. We all know Muppet Babies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about the TV show Oz? Yeah. 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 Put them together. I think we've got <laughs> Oz Babies. <laughs> yeah, they're Oz in, Babies. They're in timeout. <laughs> they're in they're in solitary. You, you get taken to solitary timeout. timeout. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think I don't I don't think you take them all the way down to the babies. You remember Recess, the 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 TV show Recess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're just doing Oz's Recess. You do Oz's Recess, but it's called Detention. What is what is the Recess equivalent of <laughs> neo It's just a kid. It's just a kid in a wheelchair being like, every day after school, <laughs> me and the other bad kids have to go to detention <laughs> in O Wing. I imagine like we all, call it. I imagine like all the neo Nazis from Oz instead of swastika <laughs> tattoos, they have that weird S that all kids draw at school. <laughs> <laughs> Tattooed on them. <laughs> weird, yeah, that. Yeah, just yeah, just, yeah. You know, you know the S. Yeah. We all know that weird S that was just weirdly drawn in high school for some reason. Yeah. I don't know what it's, it was called. We, I yeah. always called it the Super S. They also though. It's not like those same kids also wouldn't draw swastikas. Like there yeah, were four kids. Yeah, this is a show four kids. But yeah. it brings me to my next point, which is that they actually uh, just get two of the S's. What are we doing? <laughs> okay, there we go. Our Sopranos cartoon, Sopranos, would be spelled with that S. Yes. <laughs> and I think they're solving mysteries. Who? The Sopranos. Well, kids. Young Tony. Yeah, Young Tony. They're solving. Um, By the, the way, it's called Young Tony. It's called Young Tony. It's it's yeah, actually you know forget what my pitch it's exactly like young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> young, young Tony is autistic in this version. <laughs> Just getting abused by his mom. Yeah, they're sh- they're making him become a mobster. He doesn't want to be a mobster. You do an animated young Tony where he's yeah he is kind of more like Christopher. Oh, that's yeah. Or not Christopher. Who's his son? What's his son? That's Christopher. No, Christopher's his nephew. Oh, what's the one that God, Louis Anderson? Anderson? What's the TV show? That life Louis? with Louis. Oh, it'd be a Life with Louis. Life with Louis. Or would it be more like Howie Mandel? So he like James Gandolfini would show up live action <laughs> at the start of every episode. And be like, this is what it was like as a kid. <laughs> Pretty rough, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there'd be all kinds. There'd be all kinds of gags of physical comedy where he's just getting beat by his parents, which nowadays would be horrifying, but was fine. It's a nineties cartoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Young Tony, <laughs> just getting Great. beat by his mobster dad and his really like harpish mom, yeah. <laughs> like his crazy mom. Yeah. With Star, yeah. Anyway, okay. you, you want I'm your pretty next excited one? about this one because we're not. Are we do we only do TV shows or can it also be movies into? TV oh yeah, shows? Can you do a movie anything if you want. into yeah. a TV show. You can do it just into as a long TV as it's show. as inappropriate as Slip and Jimmy. Yeah, yeah I no, because I I think this would be good. I I really want to do the Exorcist, but like the demons are all little. Like all okay. the demons are little, and they're all played by different puppets. And you get like, and you have the thing where like it's Captain Howdy, but it's just Captain Howdy now, and he's just the guy who's taking care of all his little demon friends, and like 
they're just friends and they're just hanging out and then they go and possess people and then they come back when they're done. You know what you've given me a fun idea for? What? A kid's version of Dexter. <laughs> but like what what did Dexter call the voice that made him do stuff? I don't know. Uh, no, he had like a code, but it was just like uh, it was the voice dark of... passenger? That's it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a puppet. Oh, that's my a, version. Yeah. It's like an alf situation. Yeah. Just walking around with Dexter. Yeah. Telling tell him to kill people. <laughs> you should kill people, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. They're the bad guys. <laughs> Wasn't the one with the dog, the guy in the dog suit? That's basically the guy in the dog Wilfred? suit. Wilfred? Yeah. Yes, you're right. I am. Wait, does Wilfred. he try to. He never. He just tries to tell people. Like, he's like, just like. I think he kind of rude. Towards the back end of the last season. Uh-huh. Like, he he kind of goes nuts towards the end. Oh, yeah. I, f- I remember that show gets weird sad for like. Yeah, it gets way more sad than it needs to be. As I'm thinking more as we're doing this little game, I am horrified that someone from a streaming service is going to be listening and being like, green light that, green light that, green light that. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. So you remember Tales from the Crypt? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. For but then how there oh was you a, would do like an are you afraid of the dark but there was a tales from the crypt for children oh there was yeah it was called the tales of from the crypt keeper I think it is and it's like, redesigned it was all for kids but I want to do that but I want to do that specifically for Black Mirror so I want it all mm-hmm. to be like do you think like but it's all like YouTube like kid stuff but it's all Black Mirror and it has that like overly eerie vibe and like sad vibe that Black Mirror has but all for children. Okay, how did you Black Mirror kids? I'm, try- I'm trying to figure that out. I haven't figured it out yet. That's why I brought it to the table. Yeah. Two best minds in the business. To- okay. <laughs> this, is, this is your job now is taking shows that shouldn't be for kids. So what it is, it, it's like one of those YouTube, it's a YouTube series. Okay, I like and it. And you know those videos that are like, I won bazillion dollars if you go without breathing for three days. <laughs> or like, if you ever see the ones, like I don't watch them, obviously, because I'm a grown-up, but they're like, what happens if you order something from the dark web at midnight? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's exactly it's that. Bla- that. That, yeah. But it's Black Mirror episodes, and we're trying to educate kids to be more afraid of technology. Yeah, the kids, they are too comfortable with technology. Oh, they're way too comfortable. But I'm against it. Kids. Wow, that's how quickly we got we got to sounding old. Kids, I know you're listening to our little podcast on no, Spotify or slipping. iTunes. It's, a, it's an episode about Slip and Jimmy. How can they not listen to yeah, it? I think we've got a big eight-year-old audience <laughs> yeah, in kids here, all about their favorite cartoon. Jimmy. Is- if I met a kid that loved Slip and Jimmy, I think I would <laughs> lobby my my congressman to make child abuse acceptable for one child. <laughs> that's not his you should fault. Be allowed, you should be able no. to get that kid. The thing is, if a kid loves Slip and Jimmy, that's not his fault. That means his parents have really not been doing great parenting work. Like, it's not on him. That's them, that's them forcing their kid to watch Slipping Jimmy with them and them only having one episode of, for them to watch with, you know? Well, they like, would have eight episodes. Well, yeah, You get the point. No yeah. one loves Slipping Jimmy. There must be someone out there that this is their show. I'm still trying to figure out how to make Six Feet, six feet Under for kids. Oh, it's like Casper the Friendly Ghost. We get to see all the ghosts. The funeral home is haunted, but they're friendly. That's so good. Yeah, it's a funeral home, and they're all—it's all haunted. Just a bunch of different ghosts. The like, dad's a char- a main character, but he's there and not abusive. Yeah. yeah, he's there and not abusive, and he's like really spooky. Does that make sense? Like it's—it's it's almost an Adams Family ripoff, but like in every—it's also one because the whole Six Feet Under had this where every episode is a very like lesson based episode. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there's it, every episode will be like the more you know, you will die one day. 
Like that is that's the whole theme. Of <laughs> they 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 just yelled the you will die one day. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the more you know. One day we'll all be worms. I'm trying to figure out what show we could turn into a Mr. Rogers style show, like someone talking straight to the camera. Yeah, trying okay. to comfort the kids. That's a tough one. Yeah, what show? What show? What show could we, Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers, or like or Blues Clues, kind of covers that too, right? Yeah, but Blues Clues is not based on something very adult. Yeah, that's just a rate. No, but like, like it's the same. We're trying. That's what we're. That's the slot we're trying to fill, right? Blues like, Clues is the ultimate show because it's Mr. Rogers style, and you solve mysteries. I do love Blues Clues. I'd watch Blues yeah. Clues right now. Remember? Yeah, I love it. I love it. You'd watch it. Sure. You mean I? I like the idea of like. Oh man, I'd watch that show right now. <laughs> you know what I would do to be Mr. Rogers style? What? I would do the newsroom and have Jeff Daniels lecture children. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need something. He was always lecturing people. That you need something that like breaks the fourth wall, and like okay. maybe a Sex in the City might be a a. Fleabag, doesn't Fleabag break the fourth wall? Fleabag breaks the fourth wall a whole Could lot. Could you do a That's Fleabag, sort of... oh, Mr. Rogers? I I don't like that at all. <laughs> no, no. Elaborate why you don't like that. Just, I mean, doing a lot of murder stuff, not a lot of sex stuff. Not it's a lot, a lot of, of stuff. yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of her just like explaining to the puppets, like why, like, anal sex is easy with preparation. Well, no, she wouldn't because it's a kid friendly yeah. version. Yeah. Well, this version, they're not doing that. It would be like a bunch of movie parodies or something. Though she'd be trying, to, she'd be trying to teach kids some lessons. Fleabag. Sometimes your best friend dies at random. There's nothing you could do about it. Honestly, yeah, Mr. Rogers would do. He would. Do, he dealt with grief. And sometimes you really want to fuck a priest. Yeah, Mr. Rogers was a priest, so ergo, yeah. everybody did. It wouldn't be called, it would, it would be one of those ones that would be like Fleabag Kids. It would be called like Fleabag Presents. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, the kids are going wild for Fleabag Presents no, whatever. It would be like Fleabag Presents. What, what was the name of the cafe that she had with all the cats? I don't know the name of it. Well, it didn't have cats. It, it was a hamster. It was hamsters. Role. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. But also, you just make you. Yeah, Fleabag works for that because you make those hamsters puppets. You're set. She's talking to the Mrs. camera. This is Waller Bridger's neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, done, done. Fleabag's good. You should see it. Make me. Okay. Do you, how do you want me He's to do pulled that? out a gun, everybody. <laughs> watching, I don't feel safe. We're watching this and we're watching Blue's Clues. I was going to say, I would watch and it, It's Always Sunny Teenager. Show. Oh, man, that'd be crazy. Yeah, because like, that's the other thing is there is a market for like adult animation and really mm-hmm. good adult animation. Like Even Bill Burr's F is for Family is a show about kids for adults. But do you consider Slippin' Jimmy for adults? No, but that's, I think, the problem is they didn't really pick a lane. Yeah. So they were half for adults. They're doing Cool Hand Luke parodies the whole time. Yeah. So it's They didn't like, pick a lane. This is They picked a driveway, and they stayed in it. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's one of those things, I'm at a loss, because I feel like we hit this wall where we keep going, how did this get made in a real, like, no, like, who, who could have stopped this? Vince like, Gilligan. Do you think it's his, do you, how, do you, how do you think he feels about it? Not great, I would imagine. I think he just I, at some point. I don't know if he's watched it. I'm sure he's aware it exists. It's under yes. his name. Like yes. he can't not be involved. He's made no money from it. Like, I'm sure. Is, I'm sure he got a little bit of money thrown his way because he did co-create the character. Yeah, but not in like any like you know like sometimes like oh like you hear like people who like write scripts and they get like changed 15 million times and they're really frustrated about it. But they're like yeah, but like. Every time they show it, I get a, I get a three hundred bucks. So that's great. Mm-hmm. He's fine. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't need. I don't think 
No, but it's needs slipping Jimmy here's, money. Here's what I would say though. He's like, great. I'm glad these two people who I like on my staff get to just make a show and they get a credit as like a head writer on a thing. Do yeah. you think he had to sit and watch it with them when they yeah, like, Clockwork Orange them? style? Yeah, they were like, do you like it? Do you like it? We made it. Do you like it? Ah, uh, oh, yeah, God. it's good. It's good. Oh, I get that reference. I like that. I wonder if they show the first episode. He's like, I like that it's a movie reference. And they're like, we're doing every episode this way. Do you want to? You see my impression of uh, Vince Gilligan. 30 seconds into watching the first episode. Yeah. Oh, my God, guys. I'm getting a call right now. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I got to go. This is great. Keep doing this Keep for it exactly up. Keep eight it up. episodes. <laughs> now, he could have stopped it because AMC wants to work with him in the future. I wonder. Is this another? You know, like. But I bet it's literally it's like you give these two people. It's like, it's like, hey, great. Here you go. Here's your show. Yeah. Would this would have worked if we still if if we weren't streaming? And like there was a Better Call Saul marathon day, and they went, we have these special things which we're gonna play in between the Better Call Saul marathon day, like yeah, like th- I feel no like one would care. Is this these would work as bumpers? Like yeah. we, like if you made a bumper out of this, people would like this a lot more than a full on eight minute episode. Exactly. The outrage of this is that it was a separate show, and the <laughs> implication that it is canon within Breaking Bad. <laughs> Which we also didn't discuss what Breaking Bad would have been like as a kid show, which is clearly like Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah, it's Bill Nye the Science Guy. What's 24? 24 is eight, and it covers eight hours in a school day. (laughs) 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 Just episode one, science class. (laughs) Episode two, math. It's educational. It's like Uh, Sesame Street. Or it's just a kid running through those classes trying to stop a stink bomb. (laughs) Stink stink bomb at a school is like codenamed for a fart. No, like there are stink, stink bombs. bombs are real. That's yeah. a thing. You could throw a stink. It's. I a, just like saying fart. Fair, band of brothers. Band of brothers. It's a Disney show about a, a brothers that are in a band. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. And They've the done horrors several of, those of shows. traveling <laughs> through Germany yeah. during that time. It's oh, a really yeah, bad that's tour. The only they're thing a European tour. The <laughs> they're on a really. That's actually so funny. <laughs> it's a ba- It's four brothers in a band on a really bad tour through Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I Chernobyl. Chernobyl is animated. it's also like Bill Nye the Science Guy, probably. No, Chernobyl's like it's an animated. It's like a Fern Gully style about the horrors of like or like gargoyles and all the mutants have come out of the power plant <laughs> and now they protect that area. Russian gargoyles, yeah. oof, rough. Can I hear an impression of a Russian gargoyle? The <laughs> excellent. That's actually one of the best impressions I, I've ever heard. I, I made you do two Russian impressions on back to back episodes. <laughs> yeah, double the Russian, double the fun. Who said these are back to back? Uh, me just now. Okay. Yeah. Dude, this is a secret lost episode. Oh, we're putting this up on the new Patreon. Yeah, it's on the new Patreon. It's under it's under the five dollar tier. Check us out. You can be the bottle or the episode. It's weird to advertise the Patreon on an episode you can only find on the Patreon, (laughs) guys. It's a lot like putting this on AMC+. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to draw people in, but you'll only get horrified people that liked you enough to subscribe. What would you do Law & Order with? What would I do Law & Order with? Yeah, how do you kidify Law & Order? It's like... Squeaky gavel. It's like a Model UN club or something. Yeah, and I... I, I, That doesn't make sense. It's not Model UN, but you get what I mean. No, it's it's hall monitors. Hall it's all mon- about hall monitors. The hall in order. <laughs> <laughs> Succession. Succession feels like a show that like Jesse Armstrong was like, we're not doing an animated. Oh, spin-off. God, I bet they asked him. 
<laughs> I feel like I feel like HBO doesn't do that as much. But Max, why did they get rid of the HBO again? Because Warner bought, or sorry, uh, Discovery bought Warner, and then they were like putting all their stuff on the service. So then they said, drop HBO because we have reality shows now. We've got HGTV. We don't need HBO. And HBO is now just a part of Max. But the brand should just be Warner Max at this point instead of HBO Max. Because at least people know Warner Brothers. Now people know Max. It's a lot like AMC+. Plus. You got to let people know what you're getting into. Okay, hold on. Animated succession children. So it doesn't have to be animated. There are live action kids shows. Yeah, but this one would be animated. Actually, you know what animated succession is? It's Little a, Roman. No, it's it's Warren Buffett's Secret Millionaires Club. <laughs> With yeah. an abusive dad. Yeah. Just an abusive dad. At the yeah, Warren Logan, Buffett's Secret Millionaires Club. Logan Roy's Secret Millionaires Club. Also, you children are worthless. <laughs> here's the thing that we've left out that we have. Like, a lot of kids shows are just game shows. So, like, Succession could just be a game oh, show. Oh, something like Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah, we could do Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Mm. So, like, it could just be a game show. It doesn't have to be an animated show. It doesn't have to have a, a logic to it. It can just be a game show. Win Logan Roy's money. That's great. I think people would watch it, too. Both equally as conservative. Yeah. How'd you make the Eric Andre show for kids? I think it is for kids. Oh, well, never mind. Yeah, then. as if it's it. Great. It's I mean, for children. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Love the anger. Oh, God. Honestly, I just love adding little to the name of any, like, antihero as a... Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, you just do the shield, little Vic Mackey. Oh, little... Because yeah. <laughs> whenever I picture someone as, like, in, like, whenever I add L-I-L to their name in little, I just picture them, it's a tiny body, same size head. Yeah, Oh, absolutely. I picture them as a rapper. Oh no, but I'm like talking about like to make him a kid. Okay. No, not not to be compared with Little Vic, a rapping version of the Shield character. Oh, thank God! I thought you were about to say Michael Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Terrible sitcom. Little Vic. <laughs> oh no! And his puppy pals. <laughs> oh God! Oh, they get into boxing matches and save the world. <laughs> no i'm no. against this and for clarity yeah. i don't want this to be made i would like also to say i'm against that <laughs> i'm just picturing a muppet baby style animated show with house with house yeah dude little house is spectacular yeah I they love. made it but you had to add on the prairie oh i thought you were talking about doogie hauser <laughs> oh i guess that makes sense as well <laughs> no that kid wasn't mean but he was a kid yeah, but I want like a cantankerous kid if who you, like eats Pez constantly. Look, even if he was nice, if you in real life were a coworker of Doogie Hauser, <laughs> you would say he was mean because you would be so mad. You would hate you would go to kid. work every day and be like, I hate that kid so much. Dude, someone, I hate his guts. Someone <laughs> lost their shit on Doogie Hauser at one point. Yeah. And just been like, actually it's this. And he was like, actually it's this. Actually it's this. I I wonder if Doogie Howser ended with him getting punched right in his mouth. Like, just like, I write a blog, I hate you. Yeah. I want the Mad Men one to just be like, it's like Pete's Big Adventure. Okay. And it's just him just running around to different, he's he's like a toddler, and he's just sneaking off to different girl toddlers' houses. I think the thing about Mad Men for kids would be, 
it's all about them making the brand deals for all those cartoons that are just to promote toys. That's awesome, actually. That's actually it's, a madman. It's them watch. doing like, oh, now we'll get Transformers made for you to promote the toy. <laughs> and the kids like it because they're like, I love Transformers. Their product placement. Well, no, because they live in a world where the Transformers are real. And uh, they're like, oh, hey, we got to advertise uh, you guys. We're going to make these sick toys. So this is a world where Transformers are real. Yeah. And we're watching the Mad Men characters. The Transformers, are the, <laughs> they're not the only things that are real. Right, right, right. So like G.I. Joe is also real in this yeah, universe. Yeah. And we're watching the Mad Men characters. <laughs> Nothing stops you from watching the other shows. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to keep watching He-Man. <laughs> I would like it better if we took off all the other shows and the only way you could watch it is through a veil of Mad Men parody. There's just one episode <laughs> where they, where they t- tell the street sharks that they need to make a toy line. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really got a good thing going on here. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what we do with Twin Peaks. I've been thinking about it for a while. There's uh, like a lot of random cartoons nowadays, so it wouldn't uh, be too hard to do Twin Peaks in a style of one of those. Oh uh, yeah, I feel like ma- Gravity Falls might just be Twin Peaks yeah. for kids. I don't know why I want Atlanta to be in a Dexter's Lab style, but it feels like an early, like I would early Cartoon Network. Yeah, it does know? feel early Cartoon Network. I, w- I want that, but like, and does it feel like the episodic nature of Dexter's Lab feels important for this that we can kind of blow up the world and not care? Can I can I add a different perspective for Mad Men? Actually, mm-hmm. Don Draper is Johnny Bravo. Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> feeling that? Is it, is it is it identical to Mad Men? We just yeah, he took someone's identity as Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> like, but everything else is real and real people. But Johnny Bravo is just drawn over it the whole time. <laughs> Smoke some more. Sp- ah, fuck! No, uh, it's it. really hard it. to say. Smoke some Marlboros with me. You just did. Yeah, yeah it, that dude. was really hard to do. You want to do in the Bravo with regular? Voice. Okay, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's just rotoscoped over. Smoke top. some cigarettes with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, That's yeah. good. Keep that. We're watching Dave smoke just silently. No, yeah. I didn't even smoke. He, he's lit. Oh, up, he held up a vape. He's lit. He's lit up his fifth cigarette. It just stares at us. Actually, you know what? Considering, I hate to go back to talking about slipping Jimmy on this podcast uh-huh, about yeah, slipping no, Jimmy. Um, but <laughs> so, considering the nature of Better Call Saul, it shouldn't have been all movie parodies. They could have genuinely done like Saul's confronted with. A moral decision about if he should give in to peer pressure and start smoking or something. It would be dope. Like, kids actually encounter those situations. It also would be fun to do a parody of that where Saul continually makes the wrong choice. Yeah, like like where it and his life gets worse over the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People probably wouldn't hate the show that much if that was what was happening. I don't. I mean, it's also one of those things though. I feel like it's like, hey, can you make a funny better called Saul show in a month? Yes, I can. I believe in myself. Okay, are we at the point where we're like, how would we improve this show? I think we were already talking about it, so. I, if, gun to my head, I'm told I have to make a funny Better Call Saul, I'm probably going to make like an office-style sitcom. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a lawyer. He's got an office. and But that this is appealing to kids? Do we think the prompt that they were given was make a cartoon or was it make a funny Better Call Saul thing? I think it was make a cartoon. You think it was make a cartoon? I, yeah. I love the then idea. Then you, you need to, the best way to improve it is to be like, this is for adults. We can wink that it's a kid's show, quote unquote, but we all know well, it's not. What happens if that was their actual plan, though, was to get kids into Slippin' Jimmy, and then they'll be so excited to watch Better Call Saul when they're like 13. <sighs> I, that's a terrible What a plan. weird long game. Like, at best, this should have had the tone of the Venture Brothers. 
Yeah, I could see this. I could see a version of this that works early adult swim time, like that 10, 11 spot. Mm-hmm. Not even like late adult swim where, sh- where like things get weird, but like it could have worked early adult swim. Like it's way too structured for, but like yeah, you're, you're, you're making a cartoon and it's supposed to be stupid. It, you're clearly making it with a wink. Why is it so grounded? Well, that's actually one thing I would say during the first episode. We didn't really talk about it. They meta joke on themselves like three times in the first like four minutes. I'm like, this is an eight minute show. How have we stopped the momentum three yeah. times? It'll be like, well, you under they would like stop and explain the joke. And then the joke was that they were explaining the joke and getting frustrated about explaining the joke. Yeah. And then they did it two more times. Yeah. Uh, Non-comedy writers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can just feel it's like, it's that thing of it's, oh, you're too in love with the script. It's crazy to have an eight-minute script that feels padded. Unlike our episode, which is an hour, it features certainly not 30 minutes of padding. I don't find it as padding. Probably some of the best material we've done. Oh, great. How would you improve the episode? (laughs) Uh, How I would improve it? The other way you could have done it is you age, and I think you can do it as a teen cartoon and you do it you age up the character so he's at the beginning of law school and we're going to say he's a teenager i know that's not how law school works but who cares and you make it like an anime style thing and you make it a phoenix Wright thing but with like worse bad morals where he's always trying to figure out in school so it's all conceptual he's always trying to figure out how to win the case in some really shady way but he's still doing sort of the anime poses and stuff i think that could have been a fun way to do this show you can age it up or or down you can't do kids kids but you can make it teens you can make it older teens or adults but sort of a anime style phoenix Wright objection style thing but he's always the worst slime ball yeah that makes sense to me yeah i i think that's the weird thing about the show is that he's like we're watching this super talented kid just kind of be amazing at things. And, and it's like, oh, the cool thing about this character is he's always the underdog. And he's always making, like, bad decisions that, like, not bad, like, morally dubious decisions that decisions that are to his advantage. When this thing started, I thought he was going to be selling snowballs. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Because, like, snowballs are, like, that, that famously, it's an art move, or, or an artist did that. But also, like, the idea of, like, here's a snowball. I'm going to sell it to you. And then it just melts. Or he's selling faulty snowballs. Like, that's funny. Those are jokes. That feels like it fits the character. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have uh, an improvement for it? I mean, we've kind of been talking. I mean, it's pick a tone. Yeah. Pick a lane tone-wise. I, As far as recommendations, though, I'm going to recommend show Primal by Andy Tar, however you pronounce yeah. his last name, the guy from Dexter's Lab, who it's a really great show. It, it's, it kind of reminded me of the second episode where it's a whole bunch of non-verbal filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you've listened to this whole episode and for some reason haven't seen Breaking Bad, watch it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, or Better Call Saul. Or Better Actually. Call Saul, yeah. I would like everyone to watch. You know what? Watch Over the Garden Wall. Yeah, seconded. Yeah. 
It's a little that's, like, I, that's been suggested, I think, a couple times already. But okay, absolutely, yeah. no, like, it's fine. Who cares? Yeah, just watch, like, a good American animated film. You know what? Another one? It's for adults, but I think it, it's Midnight Gospel is just real fun and real good. Watch that instead. Like, watch good. Here's my thing. Watch good television animation. And if you want a second season of Midnight Gospel, Duncan Trussell has a whole podcast that's literally, they just took parts of that for the TV show. Yeah, it's not as good because they don't animate it. And sometimes you realize he's talking to crazies. But yeah, it's good. Yeah, do a little bit, watch Midnight Gospel. Or like watch like American or like any animation that isn't terrible. That where people care. I just realized if they made a version of I think you leave I think you should leave for kids, it would just be like kids behaving normally. And they would be just as odd. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's called Kids Say the Darndest Things. Yep. I think you're right.